This episode was sponsored by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino hip-hop-inspired streetwear apparel. Visit santos-threads.com. Hey, you are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 22. Here with you, I'm your host, Santos, proud owner of Santos Threads. Make sure you guys follow me on Santos Thread Shop at Instagram. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Santos Says Podcast. Coming at you once more, episode 22. Um, I'm happy to be here because I actually I have a, a really good guest coming on here. I mean, all my guests are good, but <laughs> but I'm excited to have this person here because this was a little time in the making. Um, this individual who I expect to be joining me shortly. This person is a fellow podcaster, fellow, uh, fellow Latino as well, uh, like myself. He goes by the name of Mozo, or some people call him Mozo. Mozo but um, he is the host of the Watch Your Mouth podcast. He's very entertaining with what he does. I've had a, an opportunity to check out his material. Um, you know, we follow each other on social media. And um, he's somebody who I really um, think brings a lot to the game, has a very unique perspective. You know, it's funny. One of the great things I've noticed, and and he's going to be here uh, joining me momentarily. But uh, one of the things that I love about about this whole um, podcasting journey really has been the fact that I've been able to connect with so many great people. And um, it's made it that much more gratifying for me just seeing all these different people. And I, I just remember a couple of years ago when I was always like listening to podcasts, I was a big fan of them. I always listen to them or watch them on YouTube, uh, you know, things like that. And I remember not seeing as many Latinos. Um, as a matter of fact, there really weren't any. And um, as the time has gone on, I've seen more and more Latinos really getting involved with the podcast game, but not only getting involved in a podcast game, but developing different types of niches, different types of kind of stamping their own brand, if you will, and, and really coming out with their own signature. Um, each, you know, by and large, most of them all sound different. Everybody has their own niche. They have their own style. They have their own um, signature that they're bringing to it. And that just, that just really fills me with great satisfaction, knowing that when I... Again, I said this story many times. I did not plan to join this game, but um, it was something I thought about. But I obviously I had my trepidation. I had my hesitation and I joined it and I'm glad I did. I, I'm having so much fun. I'm, I'm enjoying this. And not only for the part of what I'm doing, you know, engaging with the people, engaging with audience, but also with uh, and obviously uh, doing the things with, with my business. Um, not only that, but I'm enjoying the connections that I've made along the way, which is really great. I've, I've met some really great people along this journey. So for me, it's gratifying seeing fellow Latinos, especially that that really gives me a lot of a great sense of pride um, seeing that and seeing how many of us are out there in comparison to just a couple short years ago. I would say as little as three, four years ago, you know, two years ago, you weren't seeing as many Latino uh, podcasters or influencers, if you will. And really to see how the, the paradigm has shifted, um, it's quite gratifying. 
And um, it's a, it's a, it gives me a great smile. You know, it, it makes me have a, a big smile on my face seeing how that has come to be. Um, because again, I, I always, you know, a lot of what I do is, is dedicated a large part to uh, Latinos and our heritage and a lot of what we do and the success of our people. And so for me, not that I don't want to see other people be successful as well. Obviously, I, I love seeing people be successful in general, regardless of their background. Um, I think it's it's amazing, right? I'm always cheering for people to do well and be successful. There's there's no shame in that. But what I'm saying is that it's it hits close to home, especially when you see some of your Latino colleagues really um, doing that, um, kind of taking stepping out of that box, the comfort zone, not settling, um, really wanting to, to lay down their foundation and kind of build something, a legacy that they can leave to their family or a legacy that they, they're just putting together themselves and just just really blazing trails. And to me, that's, that's even more gratifying. I love what I'm seeing. Um, I love how the paradigm has shifted and I love what, where everything is going right now, right now, this direction in the podcast world, or the YouTube world, the social media influencer, whatever you want to call it. I'm just happy with what I'm seeing right now. And so um, to me, that's more gratifying. And so as we wait for Mosul to join us, I mean, he he's, you know, this, this gentleman, you know, I met him a little while back and, um, you know, came across him and, and I saw what he was about, you know, um, I joked with him. Obviously, we're different people. We, we have different types of content. Our content is not exactly apples to apples the same, which is great. Like I mentioned, it, all of us have something different to bring to the table. And I think that's great. Ideally, that's what you want. Right. So I think that goes without saying. But at the same time, one of the things that I that I really liked and appreciated was that there are some commonalities as well. So um, I joked with him off offline. Um, behind the scenes, I joked, I'm like, well, you're like the Dominican version of me. And <laughs> we joke, I joked with him like that, but obviously he's his own dude. He's got, you know, I joked, I'm like, yeah, well, you're like the Dominican version of me. And so that was kind of like how we, how I kind of broke the ice with him as far as talking to him. So, and he's here and we're going to let him in now because, um, Again, he's a he's a real good dude. I, I respect what he's doing. I have great respect for his hustle, his grind. I see that he's going places. And so I want to bring him on here. We're going to talk. We're going to chop it up. We're going to talk a little bit about his podcast. I want to get into like where his oranges are, are his, excuse me, not oranges, origins. What his origin, origins are, excuse me. I can't speak English anymore. So I want to find out where about his backstory, kind of like where he's coming from and, and, and a little bit about his podcast. And then we'll talk. We'll just let the conversation be organic and let it guide us where we where it's going to guide us. But um, so we'll talk a little bit about that, a little bit of I, we definitely got to touch the relationship stuff because he talks a little bit about that, certainly more than I do. So I always like to sprinkle stuff that's different from what I do. And so without further delay, um, representing Brooklyn, just like yours truly. I want to introduce, and he's the host of Watch Your Mouth, the Watch Your Mouth podcast, Mosul. Yo, what's going on, Santos? Yo, brother, what's up, man? <laughs> Yo, I finally, I finally made it, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, listen, we could, you know how it is, we busy, we always got different things to do, um, 
you know, that time I was supposed to come on, I got sick. So, right. <laughs> right. So, um, so we're good now, but, um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy to be on your platform, be on your show. You're doing, you're doing big things. Give me a hold no. on. Give me one, sorry, give me one second. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Can you, can you go to the sala, please, with that? Please? Because I, I can't hear it, but you have this on. So you need to go to the sala with it. Thank you. Thank this you very much. And this is real life right here. Uh, <laughs> this, this, this man right here, he is a father just like yours truly. So I understand the... the I know, I know how you feel. I know the deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, you know, kids are. They see the camera. They see you recording something. The light. They really, they want to go and see what it is that you're doing. So that happens all the time. But yeah, man, I'm so happy to be on here, bro. Um, yeah. I'm so happy we're connected. Um, and it's funny how things just happen, right? Because I don't know you personally, but it happened through Instagram, and I feel like we we've, we've connected. But it's, it's a relationship that's gonna grow and just get bigger and, yeah. and better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think what, what happened, what, one of the things that drew me to you, and I kind of said this before you, you came on, was like, there were I saw a lot of commonalities. And so like with that, it, it wasn't just that. Obviously, look, that we, we both Latino, you know, yourself being Dominican, right? You're Dominican, right. I'm Puerto Rican, basically the same thing. We always, I always say that. So like, but it's not just that. It was just kind of like your approach. Like I saw how you were, like how you carry yourself. Like I, I, I respect that. Like, where did you, I guess, all right, I'll start with the question. So where was it, where did you like learn to conduct your business that way? Um, I Honestly, I think I was just raised that way, to be honest with you. Like I was just raised to be somebody who like, even little things that people were like, I feel like this generation takes for granted, like being punctual, being on time. Um, or just keeping your word. Like, if you're going to do something, say you're going to do it. If not, don't say you're going to do it. And I think that's part of, like, who I am as a person. Like, if I tell you Santos, I'm going to be on this time. I'm, I'm, I'm on this week. We're going to meet up and whatever. I'm never, you, I'm not going to leave you hanging. Like, if I, if I, if I can't, if I can't make it, then you'll know why I can't make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, but it, it won't be something where, like, yo, what happened to Mozo? He never, he never, I don't know. I never heard from him. Like I'm saying that would never happen. And I feel like that's something that happens a lot. Like people don't really, um, people don't really uh, value anybody else's time anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like they take it for granted. But for me, I think it's just part of how I was raised, man. Like I was raised to always be on time. I was raised to just keep your word and be honest and be real. And yeah. um, and and I think that's pretty much just carried on to my adult my adult life. Yeah, man. Like like. You're 100% right, because it's one of those things that I've noticed, and I'm sure you could vouch for this as well, because, like, as I've made connections, and let's be clear, I like to focus on the positive. Like, most have been positive. Most of my yeah. connections have been super positive, great people, professional, everything. But people think, like, people think that just because you're not working in an office job and you're not, like, you know, you're, like, a stockbroker or something like that doesn't mean you have to be – got to be professional all the time. You always got to yeah. be a professional because you don't know who you're going to come across, right? So – in this podcast game, right, what we're doing, you got to be a pro. So, like, if you can't make it, you got to tell somebody ahead of time, I can't make it. Or I'm late. Or, right, something came up. Right, so, right, right. I, I, I 100% agree. That, and that's part of what, like, what carries you as a, like, as a person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if – and it, it doesn't matter what – that's another thing that, that when it comes to podcasting, like, a lot of people look at people's numbers and what they do. Like, I don't look at people like that. I look at, I like it, I look at your character, who you are. You can have one person, one listener, one follower, but if you're a real person, 
I don't mind being on the show. I don't mind collaborating with you. I don't mind working with somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people just look focused on the numbers. And then it could be like a person that's not a really good, like, doesn't have a um, good character or doesn't carry themselves the right way, right? And like, I don't want to deal with anybody that doesn't, that doesn't, I don't care how many characters you have. I don't want to deal with you. Right, <laughs> right. yeah. 100%. You're, you're right. And I think also we get consumed, especially, you know, social media, podcasting, um, influencers, right? Everything, right. we're consumed with numbers. Everything right. is numbers. Right, right, right. Everything yeah, is true. numbers. And so that's that could be a major, major burden because people look at you straight up like I I happen, I'm sure it's happened to you too. Like I've had people who I reached out to and they don't pay me to like, you know, they won't pay me mine because they look at me like, well, you don't got numbers like that. Right. So that's true, yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, so it, Anyway, I digress on that because I get I, that gets me crazy because I feel like damn, like people, it does. It gets me pissed off because it's like, you know, you defined by it. Like I get it, but it's like they define you by that, and it's like it's not really fair. And I'm, but my other part of my brain says, all right, I'll see you, I'll see you when I see you. You better pray that I don't get to that level because when I see you, I'm gonna see right. you. I'm gonna <laughs> see you, right? You right. better hope and you better pray that if when you ask me, I say yes. So. Right. So I'm going to see you at the top. I tell everybody, you want to reject me? I'm going to see you when I get there. I'm making I'm taking notes. I remember faces and Instagram handles. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm 100 I'm, percent I'm, I'm with you on that. And Santos, to be honest with you, from when I started podcasting to now, there's people that I don't have a relationship with them anymore for, for some for some of those reasons, too, because of the fact that I feel like some people are like they're cool with you doing something or they're cool. But when they feel like, I don't know, people think like, like just because you're growing, like that you're being different. But at the end of the day, like if I'm growing and you're not growing with me or you're not, you're not like in the sense, I don't even just mean podcast. I mean, in life, if you're not, somebody, life. If, you're, yep. if you're stuck in the same place, you feel like I, I don't got time for that, bro. Because like, I'm trying to grow. And any, anybody who's not trying to grow around you is, is going to hold you back and hold you right. down. So right. I'm, I'm not with that. I'm trying to keep growing, trying to keep learning. And it's just positive. To me, it's positivity. And that's what, again, that's what connected me with you is because you're honest and you're a real doer. And I can see that right away when we have conversations. Like, it's okay for me and you to have two different opinions about something. And that's totally yeah, fine. Right. Yeah. So we, so we could talk about it and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. share our opinions on it and share our, or, you know, what we think, our views on it. And that's it. Like, you don't have to be nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, everybody feels we live in a world when everybody, like, you don't agree with something, it's like then the world, bro. Like, I don't understand. Right. Right. They can't, they don't have the respect to say, okay, like you, there's no respect to have an, a difference in opinion. Like it's either, and it's like that, not to get into politics, but it's like that in that world too, right? Like yeah, yeah. if you don't agree with, if you're the left, if you're the right, you don't agree it's with what, extreme. that's it. Polar, it's polarization. Too it's too extreme. It's like, there's no in between. It's like, you can't care about this and this. You can only care about that one thing. And that's you can't it. Care about, and you can't care about the other thing. You can't care about everything. Like, it's really crazy, bro. It's really it, crazy. It's crazy. And so talking about you, right? Talk, like, I want to know about, like, when you start, like, when did you start? When did you start Watch Your Mouth, right? I like the name. The name is cool, right? <laughs> when, just two parts, right? When did you start it? And what, where'd you get that? Like, where'd you come up with the concept? Tell us about it. Um. So I started Watch Your Mouth. Uh, the podcast started it September 2020. Okay. Uh, December 2020, I started it. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time, Santos, for a long time. And um, I guess the pandemic and everything, being home, I was like, you know what? 
I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about what I'm gonna talk about. And um, you know, like the earlier episodes, and I still do that to this day, is really talking about my life. It's just talking about my experiences, things I've gone through. Um, as a man, from a man's point of view, that's the thing too. I was always talking from, a, I'm always talking from a man's point of view because I can only speak from my point of view. I can't speak from. Even as a man, I can't speak from your point of view because you're your own person. You live your right, own life. Right. You know as an individual like, man, from your right. as your in your right. shoes. Right in my shoes. So I, you know, I, I talk about fatherhood. I talk about my teeth more. I talk about a whole lot of relationships. I talk about you know a mix of things, um, topics that sometimes men aren't as open to speak about. Um, and and that's really what started my journey as podcasting. As I went on with the, with with podcasting, I've met a lot of cool people. Um, I met people that I've learned from and I've learned a lot about myself too in the process, which is really the most important thing to myself. I learned so much about myself since I, since I started podcasting to now, I learned a lot about myself. Um, and really just to believe in myself, man. Like, like in the beginning, it was hard talking, you know, talking, you're not used to talking to a mic, talking to yourself. <laughs> Who are you, <laughs> you <know>? telling? <laughs> Who are you telling, man? I mean, you know, like firsthand, you know how that mm-hmm. feels. You know? So like in the beginning, it was like just something getting used to it. But now at this point, I feel like the camera's on. I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, boom, let's go. I'm ready to shoot, ready to do what I got to do. But um, yeah, why, and Watch Your Mouth, uh, the reason I, uh, it was named Watch Your Mouth, shout out to my boy Mikey who helped me out with the name. Shout um, out to him. Yeah, my Puerto Rican brother Mikey. I'm telling you, I got... Uh, <laughs> got Puerto Rican friends, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, got Puerto, I got Puerto Rican people. But um, yeah, he helped me out. And it was something because... I feel like a lot of growing up, people would tell you, watch your mouth. Well, yo, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth, right? But it's like, it's not so much because watch your mouth because we shouldn't speak. It's about what, what are we saying, right? Like, right, what is right. it that we're saying? You know, because if you're saying something of value, something of importance, then no, don't watch your mouth. Speak your mind for what you got to say. <laughs> now, now, if you're talking nonsense, then yeah, then you should stop talking. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's how the name came about. And that's really why um, I named the podcast that because I feel like, I mean, to this day, you still hear, watch it. Yo, watch your mouth. Yo, watch your mouth. Why are you talking like that? Watch your mouth. You hear that all the time. But um, I, I try to t- twist it around and just make it seem like, yo, yeah, we could, we could watch our mouth, but we gotta we could also speak about what we got to speak about. And if it's something important, we don't need to watch our mouth. We just got to know how to say it the right way and express it, you know, in, in a healthy way. You know, it's funny that the title drew me. I got to be honest with you. And, and I, the name drew me because I was like, okay, it's intriguing because like, what the heck is he saying? Like, I kind of had an idea of it. Like, what you told me makes sense, right? The, the way you broke it down was like, all right, watch your mouth. That's something you hear a lot. You're telling people to kind of, okay, like when you tell your kids, right? Let's say you're telling your kid, like, don't be talking to me. Like, don't talk to papi like that, right? Right, right, right. Watch, watch your mouth. Or, you know, tranquilo, right? Right, but, right. But, um, tate quieto, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. You already know. You know the deal. Because right. I, I try to, when my kids are, Saying since I say that, I try to speak both languages with them. I speak Spanish with my kids too. Um, right. I think that's something you know, parents our age in our generation need to do. I think it's important to not lose that. But not to go off on a tangent, but like, so I I like that title. I was like, man, this title was dope. Like, I I thought it was different. I found it intriguing. So I was like, and I I'll be honest with you. Like I saw you. I went back. I had a I had to look you up. I had to look up what you were doing. This was already when I first found you. And I was like, man, I got to look up your episodes. And I, I saw your content. I looked up, I listened to some of the episodes. I watched the YouTube because I got to, I feel like I got to know what it is that you bring to the table before I have you here. So I did that. And I, I came away with a few different things. I want to mention the COVID episode, right? 
where you're talking about how COVID affects children. You as a father, right? You are a father because I do know that. Um, you're a father like I am. Um, talk, talk about the idea, where, how that came about. Talking about your experience to share that with COVID and children. All right. Yeah, so so part part of the reason why I did this, I did that episode, and it's still a conversation that I have all the time, is because I feel like when people talk about COVID and everything else, like so much politics are involved into it that people don't realize, like the youth is being affected the most out of this. Yeah, the youth is is being affected the most, and it may they may not be getting sick, they may not be getting whatever the case may be, but they're being affected in the way they live their lives. They're not living normal lives. My daughter being four years old, having to wear a mask in pre-K the whole entire school, the, the whole entire um day. That's mm-hmm. not that. That's not that's not how you know. What I'm saying that's, that's not how that's, it should be. Right. That's not how it should be. And that's also something where like she she may not feel comfortable about it. Like she's still like we have to let kids express themselves how they feel about things. You know, I like like so my son he was he, my son loves going to school. Like he loves being around his friends and stuff. He spent like a year and a half away from his friends, away from school. So like. As, mu- as much as a cool dad, I think, <clears throat> sorry, as much as a cool dad, I think I am, <laughs> I can't replace his fellow nine, 10 year old kids no, that he goes to school with. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't. I, can, I can't replace that. Like, we I, can't I can, compete. Right. I can be the coolest dad in the world. It's not going to, it's not going to compare to like him being with his kids his own age and, you know, like them having those kind of conversations. So I felt like it was important for my son to express himself on that platform to speak about how it is, how it, um, COVID has affected him. You know, when it comes to school, when it comes to life, when it comes to everything else, and my my goal, my my goal in me doing that, the, the whole goal of that was like to make see other parents, maybe other parents could watch the episode that have kids, and maybe they can have a conversation with their kids about it, not record it or nothing like that, but just have a conversation with their kids and be like, hey, how do you feel? Like, how do you feel about everything that's going on? You know, like how do you feel about not having them going to school? How do you feel about this whole COVID thing? What do you, how do you feel about that? You know, like just a straight up conversation with your kid, depending on their age, of course, so you need to have age appropriate conversation with your kid, right? Like I'm not going to speak, I'm not going to speak to my 10 year old the way I speak to my four year old. Cause it's two different levels of understanding. But like that, that was the whole purpose of that was to really um, show adults, not just parents, but adults period. Like the youth, they have a voice and it's important that they express how they feel and that we as adults also listen to what they're saying and understand what they're saying because that will help us guide them and lead them to where you know to how they want to be and then you know like that's the only way to do is by listening to them and understanding where they're coming from you know so from that episode i learned a lot like i learned all the things that my son missed from school i learned all the things that he, you know that he was missing out on and stuff like that that i knew i, re- I kind of had an idea but like hearing it from him is different it's a different whole different conversation so that's really why I had. That's really why I did that episode, you know. And um, and a lot of things came out of that episode. He was featured like in um, a, a city organization, um, like featured him as COVID Chronicles. Like he did a whole COVID Chronicles thing on that's that. That's amazing. That's also, that's also on my Instagram page, you know. And he was featured on that, and he was able to talk about how he's learning. You want to sleep? All right. Good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> you want to sleep? All right. Good night. Hey, love, you. Love, love you guys. Good night. <laughs> There you go. Sweet that's dream. it. Parenting in action right there. All right. Um, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. But that's, but that's the reason why I really did um I really thought about doing that episode. Um, because I'm s I've worked with youth um for a lot of my life, you know, whether it be in, in schools or in uh, detention centers. I have a lot of experience working with youth and I you know, I think it's important for the youth to have a voice and be able to express how they, how they feel. You know, that that was amazing. And, and, you know, being a father myself, that really 
you know, that story touched me just watching that and seeing how that played out and, and you know, what he, what he was feeling. Right. And like that really, that resonated with me because it made me also think of what you said. Like you have your younger, your, your youngest, your daughter going to pre-K with a mask. Um, I know, you know, I drop my kids off at school in the morning, pick them up in the afternoon a lot of times as well. I, cause I work remote as well. So I'm able to have that flexibility, but um, and so have seeing that play out, just, it breaks my heart, man. Like, cause it, it makes me think of when I'm, when we, you know, when we were kids and we're like, could we, like, could you imagine having to live that, doing that, live through that? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, and it's sad because like for my, for my daughter, right. For my four-year-old, that's what, to her, that's what school is right now. Like that, that, cause that's her first experience of school. So to her, that's, that's almost like normal. Like she tells me, I have to put my mask on. Like he reminds me, I have to put my mask on before she goes in. But my son, he's like, he's tired of it. Cause now, you know, he's already been, he already went to school. He's in sixth grade right now. So he's like, yo, I'm tired of when he's like, I'm tired of wearing this mask. Like it's annoying. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> different, different perspective. I say he's old enough to say, all right, I'll, I'm done with this shit already. Right. Like he's like, yo, I'm ready to take this <laughs> off. Like it's so annoying the whole entire day breathing in this mask, you know, like, you know, like, you know, it's just weird. Like, you know, like, Right now, me and you are talking to each other, right? And it, it feels good to be able to see somebody's face while you're speaking to them, right? Like, instead of just seeing half of somebody's face covered up, you know what I'm saying? Like, it sucks. It, it sucks. It, it, I'm <laughs> sick of it, bro. I'm sick of it. And I, I hate, look, I, I ain't going to go into the, listen, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say that there's some shit going on. That's all I'm going to say. We don't know what the shit is, but there's some stuff happening, right? So until they're finished with everything that they're doing, this is what it is. Nah, yeah, you're right. You know, everything is not on the up and up. That's all I can say. I, I don't want to go any further than that when it comes to that because it's a very delicate topic. But to me, it's just sad that it, that's what it's come to. That's, that's I guess, what we can all agree on is that right. it's sad, right? Whether you're pro-mask, pro-vaccine, no mask, no vaccine, whatever it is, we can all agree it's been a crappy time and nobody wants to wear masks anymore. I I, I totally agree with that, man, yeah. I, I don't want to get into it either, but that, that's definitely right. That's definitely what I agree on. That yeah, bro. Listen, and 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 so I wanted to talk about how because in the beginning of my before my introduction, I mentioned how like it was great to see how like seeing you and other fellow Latino podcasters. Like you know, I know you probably listen to podcasts for a long time, right? For a while, I I was mentioning how I didn't see Latinos really doing podcasts that much until recent. And I felt like it's so refreshing to see that, like, because I feel like us more than anybody else. And this is not any but a slight on anybody. But like, I feel like we have so much a such different perspective Like we can go in so many directions and all of our podcasts are so different. That's what I feel, because I've noticed that, like, we're all yeah, so yeah. different. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that I think it's a beautiful thing what's happening in our community as far as podcasting and media, because like. There's so many layers to 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 what, who we are, right? Like right. to our stories. Like me and you, even though we're Dominican Puerto Rican, which are very close, very similar, right? Even if we if we were to tell our stories, there'd be similarities and there'd be differences. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Course, and, yep. and 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 there'll be things where somebody might listen to your story and be like, "Yo, I could relate to that. I could that yo what he just said resonated with me." And I could say something that could be the same exact thing. You know what I'm saying? But I think that for a long time, our people, you know what I'm saying, like our community. Sometimes, so like, our stories didn't matter. Our stories didn't count. You know what no. I'm saying? Like, you know, like we wanted to just fit into everybody else's box, right? Like, be like, 
We want to fit in, like, be this or be that instead of just being ourselves and just telling our stories to the people. You know what I'm saying? Letting people accept us for who we are. This is our story. This is our culture. This is our language. And we're going to say it the way we're going to say it. And you're going to either, <laughs> you're going to love it or hate it, but we're not going to stop telling it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, I think a time has come where everybody's just uniting, everybody's coming together. You know, like, when I, when I started podcasting, one thing I noticed is that, like, when I started doing it, I started meeting people, podcasters, like Latino and Latina podcasters that were from different places, but like Panamanian, you know, like people from, from Mexico, people from all over the place. And I'm just like, this yeah. is such a beautiful thing. Cause I love it. I get, again, you get to learn from other people, you know, like not just, you know, not just like New York, like even in, within New York, I met so many people that are podcasters. I'm like, yo, bro, where, you know what I'm saying? Like, where are you from? Like, yeah, look yeah, at yeah. me, look at me and you. Like, yeah. we both from Brooklyn. Like, we both from Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's saying? crazy. It's crazy. But, but it's just something where, like, it's a it's a community, and that's what I'm about. I'm about building community. Like, that's why I'm. As long as somebody has a, a positive and a purpose in what they're doing, um, everybody that person is welcome to my platform, or you know, welcome to be on my show, or welcome to have a conversation with, with me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's important that we stick together and that we continue to sh- to share our stories and also teach others that come um after us that it's okay for them to share their stories as well because. All our stories matter and they can make a difference in somebody's life and in your own life by sharing your story. Yeah, 100%. And, and um, I also, I'll be remiss if I didn't mention, first of all, tell you congratulations on your event that you had in Miami. Um, I saw a little bit of that. I didn't, obviously I wasn't there, right? But but I saw, talk a little bit about that because I, I, you know, I, I really want to congratulate you for that because I saw it looked like a real positive event. Tell us what, tell the people what that event was about. Yeah, thank you for that, man. I appreciate the love. Um, it was a it was Latinx Travel Club, and the Latinx Travel Club is somebody is is, is you know is led by Pablo and Mike, um, two Bronx natives. Uh, Pablo's Puerto Rican, uh, born and raised in the Bronx. Um, Mike is uh, Jamaican descent. Um, he was also raised in the Bronx, you know. But it, the, what they're trying to do with traveling is so key, you know. They're they're an organization where they're trying to make sure that our people are the ones that are leading these, anything that's happening with travel in our countries, instead of letting people from outside, like these Europeans and everybody else from outside, mm-hmm. trying to profit off our land, off our people, mm-hmm. let's, let's teach our own people so that we can use our own culture and our own um, land to, you know, to, help raise, to help raise our own selves up instead of letting people profit from us. And that's what the Lionx Travel Club is all about. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's about that. It's about, you know, like, they, they raise money and then they, they'll take a bunch, like a group of kids to their native countries, to wherever it is that they're from. And they take them there and they'll teach them because there's kids, there's Dominicans, you know, not so many Dominicans. A lot of Dominicans go back home. Some Puerto Ricans too, but I'm talking about kids sometimes. There are Dominican kids in this country that may have been born over there, come here, and they don't go back for a long time or don't really know the history of their More country. More Americanized that, right. Right. They don't really know the history of their countries or even Puerto Ricans. A lot of Puerto Ricans yeah. that, have, that have never been to Puerto Rico. Yep. And I even, even gone to Puerto Rico, you know, like you need to go back to where you're from and learn from your culture because it, 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 it'll, it'll make you feel like, yo, when you learn something about where you're from, from back, you know, like in the history or whatever it may be, it just makes you feel like, yo, like you're more complete as a person. Like, yo, you this, resonate. Oh, this, it resonates. Right. right. So, yo, this is why, this is why I eat what I eat. This is why, <laughs> this is why we dance the way we dance. This mm-hmm. is why our music is the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, shout out to the Latinx Travel Club. And it was a great event. Shout out was, to them, yes. It, it was for the weekend. And, you know, I got it on Friday. 
I was able to meet some cool people. Um, also that, you know, like also network and meet some cool people, but it's, you know, it's something that, um, it was their first one, their first summit, and they, they're just going from there, you know, like, and it's open to anybody that, I don't know where the next location is going to be at for next year, but I'll probably be there too, just because it's, like I said, it's something that, um, it's not just about traveling, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just about or going to travel and, and taking that pictures. There's a message behind it, and, and, and the message behind it is to us, as, as, as Latinos especially, is to hold on to our cultures, but also teach the cultures to our youngins and to the young people, so they, they're able to learn from it instead of letting these outsiders come in to, to our countries and to our places and profit off them, you know what I'm saying? They don't oh care. They don't care about our culture, bro. They don't care no. about it. All they, no. care about the, all they care about the dollar. So since they're going to make money off it, how about we, yeah, we can make money off our own stuff, but let's do it and teach people at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, what, that's how it should be, you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's any money being made, then it should be our own people. It should be those people yeah. that work hard every single day on those beaches and DR and PR, you know, struggling every single day they should be making the money not somebody come from the outside who just came in because they have money and they're able to profit off our land and our people it it, it may, it's disgusting it's disgusting and and you know and even on a on a level on a on a large level it happens it happens in all of our countries right mm-hmm. in, in all of our name it there's not one latin american country that that is not happening in right now not one uh maybe Maybe Cuba too because of politics, but besides that, everybody else, and, and it's only a matter of time before Starbucks is in Havana. So I, right. I stand by that. No, no, I right, I stand by that. That's gonna happen. I don't know when, I don't know how. There will be a Starbucks in Havana, Cuba. Mark my words, it's gonna happen. So it will, because that's how it, it works. It's like freedom has a price. You know, like it's so true. So um so yeah, so Sorry to back, so go back to Atlantic Travel Club. I again, the, these are two guys that I met on Instagram. But when they they saw what I they saw my podcast, they saw my show, and they loved what I was doing with it. When they came to they came to me because uh, they live in Dominican Republic now. They live in Punta Cana. Like that's, Punta Cana. That's, that's that's where they live at right now. So they, you know they have they run their home base at pretty much. Where they came they came to to New York. They they wanted to link up with me, and we had you know we had a dinner. We were to talk about you know you know, working together, collaborating together and things like that. Um, but they're real cats, you know, they're real dudes. And, and again, they have a mission and a purpose behind what they're doing. So shout out to them for real, because um, doing a, an event like that for a weekend, bro. <laughs> not easy. Not, it's not easy to do. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy to pull off, not easy to do. And, and it was nothing but positive and love. And, and the energy that was in that for that weekend, it was nothing but just positivity and love in that weekend. Like you just, you didn't, you, you, I left that weekend learning so much about different things. I didn't even know what's going on within our own people that's happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn, all this is happening. This is huge. Like, this is amazing. Like, we're we're really like growing right now. It's crazy. Yeah, it makes it, it really makes me proud to know that there's there's stuff like this going on. It, it's it's amazing, and I I just gets me full of of pride. You know, because that at the end of the day, like, yeah, we're all individuals, but you know, we have that connection, and it's like. We do, you know, a lot of our passion comes from where we come from, especially yeah. if we feel that connection, right? Where we're we're proud of where we come from. So, like, I look at it like that. Like, I, I use it as a badge of honor. For me, it's like I represent more than just myself or my family. I represent all of us, even the ones that are not, not just Puerto Ricans. I'm talking about all Latinos. Like, I represent all of us. So I feel like right. a lot of my, what I do is with that as well. Um, it's reflective on what I do as well, as as well as what you do. And um, I think that's great, man. Like, um, so I, I wanted to talk about hip hop, right? Ah, yeah. 
I want to talk about hip hop because I know you're a big hip hop head. Obviously, following you on Instagram and seeing that, seeing what you've done and, and you know, a lot of your, your posts and you've gone to concerts, all that stuff. So um, I guess I wanted to pick your brain. I'm a little fascinated to know. I know you, you're a big uh, J. Cole fan, right? Um, we talked a little bit about that offline. You're a big J. Cole fan. Um, who are some of the other MCs that you're like, man, like, this is like my, like, I don't want to ask for a top five. I feel like a top five always comes up. Do you have a yeah. top five? You don't have to give me one if you don't want to. I don't uh, want to go there. But. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have a top five, but I'll, I'll name you. Who are your favorite? My favorite. My favorites are J Cole, Nas. Um, I like Joey. I like Joey Badass. Ooh. Um, I like Joey Badass. Yeah, he's. Uh, I like. I like Lupe Fiasco. Um, you know, like I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not crazy on, on like a lot of the big names. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay Z, he's cool. Like he's cool, but he's not somebody that. He's not my go-to on my like if, if I have to listen to my Jay Z, not my go-to. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll take Nas over Jay Z. I'll take a Nas uh, over Jay Z any day. Um, Agreed. Uh, who else? Of course, I, I love Tupac as well. Um, depending what Tupac it is. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, death Row Pac or pre-Death Row Pac? Uh, I like I like I like Conscious Pac. I like I yeah, like, yeah, I, like right. I, I like I like pre uh, pre-Death Row Pac. Um, See, I think that was. I meant. I'm glad that you. Not to cut you off. I'm sorry, but no, go ahead, go ahead. I just before I forget, because I feel like that pot, like that road pot to me. I feel now we can see it right because it's is uh, hindsight's 2020. I always got the feeling that that wasn't really him, even right. though right. It, it feels forced to me now that we look back because he kind of lost his life because mm. he was dealing with those people. Like he was. He wasn't scared. He wasn't a punk. But, you know, I'm not saying he was, he was a, you know, he, but he wasn't like that street dude, yeah, like yeah, the conventional, yeah. right? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think, I think Tupac, Tupac was, Tupac was street smart because of the way, because of his upbringing, right? Because of how, everything he went through in his life. But there's a difference when you, you understand the streets and then you being a gangster, right? There's two right. different things. There's, that's two different things. So I feel like pre, pre-death row, he was somebody who was street with knowledge and about the streets and the knowledge everything that he learned about the streets but then i feel like that death row was like he was like at this point he was like being trying to he was trying to be a gangster in a way you know what i'm saying like a gangster and and i just felt like like you said looking back and you look at it you're like bro that's not you <laughs> yeah i got to know him with music and obviously yeah. i didn't know him but I, I i'm a big tupac fan by the way i love tupac um, yeah but i'm saying like and i like i like the death row pop too to a certain extent but i i felt like it was a little bit forced Mm -hmm. Um, even though, even despite that, he still made good music, yeah. but I'm just saying like, it, it kind of, it bums me out to know, okay, he was a wild dude. He wild out. And a lot of the stuff was exacerbated by who he was around. Right. So it was like, damn, like, why? Like, you know, Yeah, you know, I definitely agree. And, and, and not to say that he was like, he wasn't like that he was scared anything like, cause he was not scared. No, 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 like, not that, at all. He, that wasn't what he, I'm saying. He, yep. he, yeah. Right. He wasn't scared at all, but anything like too much. Tupac was fearless, you know what I'm saying? That was part of that was part of him growing up. He wasn't scared of anything. He was, uh, he was a tough guy. He was a and, tough guy. And he wasn't scared to speak his mind, which is the most beautiful. That's the strongest, you know, power, strength is being able to speak your mind and do it without anybody not caring what anybody thinks. You know, he's able to do that. But I also feel like a lot of his energy went into a lot of negativity after that. You know, a lot of energy and, and understandably everything that was happened after that, like a lot of it went into that. And the people that were behind him while he was doing it were just we're just like lighting it up, like making it worse. You know what I'm saying? Like not like saying, yo, move on from that, whatever the case may be. Instead, it was just like, yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. And look what ended up happening. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's how I see it. I, I feel like, 
I just feel like that's what that you know people talk about. I feel like when you when you follow negativity, you go through a negative path. It comes back to bite you in the ass, man. Like yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like so it's like it's good to just stay away from that negativity or just negative things because there's nothing good and negative, man. Well, it, you're 100 percent right, and I also I subscribe to the theory of like what you put out into the universe. It'll find a way to come at you. So, like for example, so many artists talk about death um, in hip hop, especially, and for some reason, right? And this is what this is the power of think of positive thinking and words. Um, for some reason, right? Early death seems to find these individuals, right. and it's because they're calling it. It's because they're putting that into their music so much that it's like, well. I feel like the universe hears that, and it's kind of unfortunate that that's the case. Yeah, I mean, look, 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 at, look at Biggie. Look at the name, name of his album. Ready to Die. Ready to Die. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Life after death. Like, everything, uh, like, I don't know, man. Like, this is me, bro. But, like, yeah. I, understand, I understand death, but I ain't having no episode about death. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> or, about, or, or, about, or about me dying, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, can the, they can lie for the morgue. Right, right. Like I'm not doing that, bro. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I, I'm the kind of person, bro. I don't really, I'm not big on like, I don't really talk about death like that, man. No, we like, talk about I, life. We celebrate right. life. I agree like, with you. You know what I'm saying? We talk, talk about life, and even when I talk about somebody who passes, I have an episode on my podcast about my grandmother who passed away. Um, who passed away a few months ago uh, due to COVID, and um. And even then, in the episode, I got very emotional, but I was just pretty much talking about her life and how she affected me and, you know, like, all what she did for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want it to be an episode where I'm, like, just talking about, damn, I'm so I'm sad. sorry to hear. I'm sorry to hear that, by the way. No, um, it, it, go ahead. Thank you. I appreciate that. My condolences. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, yeah, like, uh, like you said, let's talk about life. Let's talk about, you know, and, and it's okay. I talk about sometimes going through stuff as well, but, like, you got to be able to find a balance. And I just feel like, like you said, a lot of times, there's a lot of too much negativity, too much about that, too much about everything like that. Like, bro. Chill. <laughs> <Stop>. Chill. <laughs> Chill. Yo, it don't got to be like that. It don't got to be like that, man. So who are some of the other MCs? Because I know right, I had... Right. Yeah, go ahead. Right, go right, ahead. Right, Get right, it right. Um, Of course, you know, I, 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 love, I love Biggie as well, man. I love Big Pun. Um, I'm trying to think now. Um, pun. Oh, since you mentioned pun, right? I like I like pun too. That's another one. His life was cut short, right? Which is it, random. The question just came to my head: Capital Punishment or Yeah Baby? Which album mm. and why? I'll give you mine too. <laughs> uh, I like Capital Punishment. I like it, and I just feel like I don't know, man. Like I just feel like when rappers, when when MCs. Like their first album, a lot of times, bro, or they like their first project, their beginning project, it's always like unmatched. It's like because it's yeah, like it's so a true. it's a it's a different hunger, man. Like it's like yeah. yo, you just coming, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm saying that his second album because yeah, baby's good too. Like that's a good album too. Like I'm not knocking it, but like it, you see it all the time with a lot of MCs. Like they, the hunger from that first album is something they can't match. You can't match that energy. You can't bro. match like, that never. You got you got the deal. You got a record deal. You get in the studio. You like, yo, this is my whole life, right? I'm putting it out here right now. On, on the this, line. On the line. You know what I'm saying? It's a different type of energy, so I understand. But now I'm taking capital punishment all the way. <laughs> yo, listen. When I tell you, listen, capital punishment, I had that joint on cassette 
when I was oh, a kid back man. in '98. Okay, when I okay. tell you, I had the yo, I played all, the whole thing a hundred thousand millions. I had the poster up on my wall. I was a stand. I was a big pun stand for yeah. obvious reasons. But not only that, but it's that he was really nice. Like he was nice. Nah, he, he could was, rap. Yeah. And so I was like, I was mesmerized by the fact that it's like, yo, there's actually like a Puerto Rican dude that could rap and he's rapping like, mm -hmm. and we're not talking about Playero and stuff. Like I love Playero and Boricua Guerrero, all that stuff. That's a different lane, right, right. different nah, lane. Talking yeah, about hip hop, boom bap. Yeah, he, yeah he, big pun, yo, big <laughs> Big Pun could out-rap a lot of rappers, bro. A lot of rappers. Like, when you look at the bars, the flow, and that first album, it had more, like, it had, you could listen to that from top to bottom, and it had over, like, I think it was, like, 20, 23 tracks, 20, like that. 24 tracks 24 and, like, maybe tracks. 19 were songs. Exactly. Because they had some interludes and stuff. Right. So, like, like 20, 20 tracks that you could listen to mm -hmm. and up and down. You don't, you don't make, rappers can't do that no more, bro. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Where, where every song, you're like, yo, he's flowing on every song. He's rapping on every song, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and what Big Pun was doing, like you said, was he was ahead of his game too because when he was he was a Puerto Rican rapper at a time where like Latinos weren't getting no respect when it came to none, hip hop. None. There was no respect. None. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to be honest, like even now to this day in 2021. Latinos still don't get a lot of respect when it comes to hip hop. You know, what I was like, gonna ask you that. Go ahead, break it down. Go. I just feel like Latinos don't get enough respect when it comes to hip hop. Like it's like, oh, if you're a Latino rapper and you either bilingual or you're doing reggaeton, like it puts you in a box. Like you can't just spit. Big Pun was spitting. Like he he was spitting bars. He was rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't thinking. He wasn't doing no um no reggaeton, no Daddy Yankee type song. No disrespect to Daddy Yankee. No, no, he's yeah. a legend. He's a legend as well. But that's a whole different. That's a whole different thing. You know? He wasn't Menudo. He wasn't Menudo. He wasn't right. doing no Menudo, right. or Ricky Martin, exactly. or something. Right. He was. He was from New York. You know, what I'm saying he's forty from New York, but he was talking street and he was telling his life story, sharing his story, and he was just a Puerto Rican dude doing it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like, I feel like us Latinos don't get enough respect when it comes to hip hop, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree. I I was gonna. That's funny because I I had written on my notes because I always keep notes. I I was gonna ask you that, like um what it is right like what what is it that i guess now i'll switch it to like what is it you think it is like why do you think that is that hip-hop in hip-hop like we don't get enough props because really latinos have been in it pretty much from the beginning like from the beginning not necessarily emceeing but on the dj side graffiti side b-boy side right why is it that we don't get that recognition or those they almost they still look at us like foreigners in the game, yeah. despite they haven't been there since the beginning. I, I think it's because they have us in this box. Like they want to just keep us in this box of like, like when you think about it, bro. Like if you you grew up in, in New York City, and you grow up and grow up around like Big Pun and Biggie could have grew up together and yeah. spit bars together. You know what I'm saying? Like so so like I, 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 that the problem is that not every not everybody's like not every. Every part of this country or world is like New York City, where we're so understanding of that, right? Like here, yeah. it's different. Here, it's totally different. Here, you can walk around and you know people respect you. But like in California, for example, bro, they look at me, they hear me speak Spanish, like you speak Spanish, right, where right, you, right. Where, where, oh, yep. Where are you from? Like I'm Dominican. Oh, you're a Latino. What? You know what I'm saying? It's like mind blow because they're not. They're used to just seeing what their definition of Latino is, and this, these are Latinos. These are these are Latinos saying Mexican this. or Chicanos. All right. These are Latinos. They're used. They're used to Mestizo. seeing that. 
Exactly. And you've seen that. So imagine that's, that's our own Latino people saying that. So imagine what people outside of that, you know what I'm saying, think they, they have the same exact um, mentality. You know, like, you know, I look at someone like Pitbull, mm-hmm. right? Pitbull had to go pop and, and make songs to pop off. And when Pitbull first started, he was rapping. Right. Pitbull was rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was really rapping. But then, like, he didn't really become Pitbull, mainstream Pitbull, until he started making, like, the songs with Neo or the Spanish song, the, I forgot what song he was. I can't remember. Right, right. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. All you know those like, joints, Neo he, and yep. Like he has to, he has to do that in order to be to become to, to do that. But like he wasn't getting no respect as far as rapping, you know. No, like, none. And the, and the none. MC type, but when he could actually rap, it wasn't like he couldn't rap. He was rapping like he could rap. But um, I think that's what it is. But I think with like everything else, they have us in his box. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the box is this, right? Let's say you have. Latin his, Latino history, Hispanic Heritage Month, right? And people want to say, oh, yeah, for Hispanic Heritage Month, we're going to do this. We're going to have a day where we get tacos and 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 we put on, like, sombreros and stuff like that. <laughs> That's the way people think, bro. Right. They That's think we're people, all the same. They think we're all the same. They don't take the time to understand our different cultures, that we're all different. We're not just all the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not all the same. Like, I don't like tacos like that. And I don't wear sombreros. <laughs> so, so if I were gonna, if I were gonna place, if I, I were, thought you did, bro. <laughs> nah, chill. <laughs> but if I were gonna place, we're doing Hispanic Heritage Month. Don't tell me. Do you, you tell me that I'm looking at you? I'm looking at you sideways, like I'm ready to choke you. Because why are you right. telling me that? <laughs> no, I, I love. I tell you, I've had people tell me. I swear, and and I love everybody. But I've had like non-Hispanic people, non-Latino people say, "Oh my God, I I love." I love uh, what is it? I I love quesadillas. They tell me I love quesadillas. <laughs> oh my god! I love salsa and guacamole. And I'm like, if you only knew that we right. didn't grow up. Listen, we ate avocados with rice. Right. I didn't grow up eating guacamole. Okay. Right. We didn't grow up eating uh, uh, you know tortilla chips, which I love all that stuff. I'm not saying yeah. I don't, but I didn't grow up eat like mommy didn't make that. Okay. Right. The que salsa, yeah, we had salsa, pollo guisado, that was right. the salsa, right? right? Okay, carne guisada, that's the salsa, that's the salsa, salsa, music, that was the salsa. Music. Music. <laughs> that was salsa. All right, right, <laughs> but it's so true, but like that, that's part of I think it, it is getting better because people are, are being more open about it and saying how they feel, you know. So, like, all the generations they were just happy to be here, bro, like, they were just happy to be in a place, like, yo. To be sometimes in certain spaces, certain places, they were okay with people messing up their names. They were okay with people saying this about their, their, you know, whatever. But now we're in a place where we know where we stand. So if somebody's messing up my name and my name is not being said the right way, I'm correcting your ass. And I'm telling you how to say my name the right way because it's my name and it deserves to be said the right way. If you're saying something about that's culturally inappropriate, I'm going to tell you that it's culturally inappropriate. So you understand and you learn that. Not so I'm coming at you, not to start an argument or to fight with you. But just so you can learn, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. so, we can, so we can be on the same page and it can be some type of respect because that's what other people do. That's what other coaches do. That's what other races do, right? When you say something wrong about their race or their culture, they're quick to be like, nah, we don't all do that. Nah, we don't do this. We don't do that. So we got to do the same thing for our people and our cultures. You know, we got to stand firm and stand and represent the right way, you know what I'm saying, and, have, and use our voice. Now without, with, again, now with, not wanting to start a fight or anything, but just, again, in a, in a respectful and in a healthy way, be like, yo, we don't want to do that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, certain people from different cultures do that, but in my culture, I eat rice and beans every single day of my life. So if you tell if you tell me, yo, we want to do a Dominican day or Puerto Rican day and, and pass some rice and arroz con gandule with some chuletas, 
All right, that's cool. Y'all can do that for one day of you can do that for one day of Hispanic Heritage Month. I can't let that slide. Wait, I can't let that slide. <laughs> you said gandules. Oh, I can't let that. I can't let that slide. What is it, gandules? Gandules. Yo, <laughs> you say gandules. You admit it. That, that, that's how you're supposed I, to say I, it. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Say, I don't say gandules. I say, say gandules. Word. Uh, that's crazy. No, no. That's respect. No, listen, listen. My kids are half Dominican, so. But um yeah, like I just feel like we have to stand up and, and say that, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're gonna have a Hispanic heritage month? All right, how about we do this? How about one week one we celebrate Central America and we pick certain dishes from that? When we celebrate South America, certain dishes from this country, we do the Caribbean, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, you know, like that's how it needs to be done. It's not you can't let somebody and especially we have our own Latinos in that space. We can't just stay there quiet, like, okay, that's the yeah, people. Okay. That don't, don't know. Let them make the tacos and sombrero. I have gu- guacamole, yeah. <laughs> right. No, we got to speak up and say, like, right. you know, like, we got to stand up for ourselves, man. Well, we could do all of it. We could put the guacamole and the, the, right. the guacamole, the tacos, and have the, the lechon with the whatever, locrio de, de whatever, the pollo, whatever you want to call it. All of it, man. Yeah, yeah. So now it's time, right? I've, I've been doing this segment, so now it's time. This segment is called What Santos Said. All right, we will go back, revisit an old episode. I will break down something I said, and then I will ask for your opinion. You ready? Oh, I'm here ready. All right, here we go. So, here we go. I'm going to do it. Okay. Let's do it. Let me know. Let's see it. All right. Let me know. You can see it. Yeah, I'm good. I can see it. All right. Let's go. This is a this is a human issue. This is a, a human being Latino groups in this country issue. I know that was long winded, but that's what this is. All right. This is what's right. This is about what's right. This is about respect. You're gonna respect my people. You're gonna respect us. Okay. We're not a bunch of savages, a bunch of heathens. We're not a bunch of crooks and criminals. We're not all a bunch of gangsters selling drugs and the, and bringing keys across the border and, and from, from South America or from other countries around the world. No. That's not what it's about. By and large, most of us are hardworking people who come to this country in reach, in search of better opportunity, of education, economic stability for the promise of the American dream. All right. So Yeah, that 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 was deep, Santos. That was deep, man. Yeah, yeah. So basically that episode was dedicated for I I called it the Latinx files, right? So The Latinx files. I was talking, I was reacting to like what they were doing when they were criminal criminalizing the couple in, in um in Chicago when they, they killed that couple in Chicago. And obviously, look, I'm not saying that they were angels, I'm not saying that, but they were trying to demonize them and make them out like they were like the biggest criminals ever, and that it was okay, like almost like they just the media almost justified their killings. Mm-hmm. And so I was irate. 
I was so angry that they, because this is the stuff they always do. They villainize us. They make it look like, well, they, they talked about they were gangsters. They were Chicago gang affiliates or they were gang, gangsters from whatever, right? There was no conclusive evidence. Even, and then I made the argument that even if they were, this is unacceptable that in broad daylight, somebody kills them and they can't find them right away. Like they can't, they can't even tie their own shoes, the police department in Chicago. I mean, I'm sorry, but how many times do we see this in Chicago and all around the world, right? So that was my point. What, what do you think about that? Um, first of all, shout out to you for like using your platform to speak about these kind of topics um, that are so important that we need to speak on. Like we really need to say what we need to say about it because it's the truth. Um, we are, when it comes to the media and the news, we are shot. We we are always looked upon in a negative way. Negative way. No matter what happens, if, if if I go if I go and get hit by a car right now, all this stuff I'm doing for the podcast, it won't mean they'll they'll point out the one negative thing I did in my life, whatever it may be, and yeah. that's what be that's that's what they will mention it. It will be mentioned. Well, he has a he he may have been arrested for da da da, or he, <laughs> right right right. They'll find something. If they'll find something to say about it to, to just shine negative to put something negative into it. When it's the total opposite when it comes to every when it comes to other other uh races is very different, right. you know what I'm saying? Like right. you know what I'm saying? Double it's, standard. it's a double standard. Um so I but Santos told, cut school when he was sixteen. Right, <laughs> I'm saying they'll find something to say. He was what was the word they say for kids that cut school? He was um truant. A truant. Yeah, he was a truant all throughout his whole school life. You cut school twice, bro. He was a truant throughout his whole school life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like senior year, there. senior year. You right. Time. But they'll find something to say negative about it, you know, and I think that this is why our voices and our stories matter. And this is why I feel like it's up to us now to, to take the control and not let media control what they say about us. We could do that. We have enough platforms now that we could use that to say what we have to say about ourselves. And now, are we perfect? Hell no, we're not perfect. Oh, but, no, oh. but nobody is perfect. Nobody's perfect. And I know for a fact that there's more people that come into this country from our countries that do positive and to make a better life for themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why they come here is to do that. You know, because... The thing is, people that live here and born and raised in this country, they don't understand the struggle of what it is to living in no. a third world country. No. They will never understand what it is to have no electricity. You know what I'm saying? To walk around barefoot. You know, it's to not have any type of food. They don't, they, don't, they don't understand that. They don't understand what it is to be like. So when they say, oh, they're coming to our country. No, they're not. They're coming to your country to do the jobs that you don't want to do. That's the first thing. They don't want, you don't want to do those jobs they're doing. That's the first thing. Word. And not only that, but they're also hardworking people. They're just trying to feed not just their families here, but then send money back to where they come from to feed their families over there, bro. So I, I you know, like me as 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 a as a first, I'm a first generation American. My parents both came from Dominican Republic when they were teenagers, and they both worked very very hard to, to do what they did and to raise me and my and my siblings and my sister. You know what I'm saying? Like they worked very hard to do that. So. To hear people talk about neg negative and and the same way I'm saying about that about my about my mom and my dad, I can say that about almost all my friends that I grew up with that have that have immigrant parents. That I can't tell you one, I can't think of one right now off the top of my head where I could be like, yo, yeah, he came in and we came here to, to freaking to but no. I, they 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 come here to work hard. They come here to, to, to for a better life because people, people don't understand that life over there is a struggle. It's a struggle to just to survive. Like it's like I like I remember going back to DR as a kid and, and when you're a kid you don't realize this you're a kid. I used to go back every summer. But now that I think back as an adult, I was blessed. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I was blessed to be able to come back here and go to school here 
and have clothes, have a different pair of sneakers to wear every single week if I wanted to. When there was kids back home that didn't even have a, a pair of nothing to wear, bro. They walk around barefoot to go to school. They have one uniform that fits. The shirt don't even fit them. The pants don't even fit them. Nothing fits them. From you know a couple years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so I think I think it's really up to us, Santos. Like, we really we really need to put our, like, step, like really step, step, step on the gas and really let people, like I say all the time, tell our stories and let people know that who we are. Like, we are talented. We are full of so much culture, full of so much love. And our culture is, is a loving culture, too. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 a, it's a culture where we're able to accept people. And, like, family is huge when it comes to our communities, right? Like, family, family is a big thing. Like, look, you're a father. I'm a father. Our family, to me, my family is, like, freaking my everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're they the ones that keep me going. So to, to have, like, news and media, like, have that type of negative um, – the, the way they try to you know talk about us and make us look it's it's not it's not cool but i think that it's something that we can definitely start changing you know like and the work that we're doing right now i say the work that we're doing right now is not work that we're going to we're not going to see the results for tomorrow or next week or next month or maybe even in our lifetime Santos. but like it'll make the world for our kids and for kids that look like us it'll make their world a better place because of the work that we're doing right now you know what i'm saying even if it's years from now decades from now so when we're not longer here it'll make their world a better place that's the whole point of what we're doing really that's the idea that's the idea to spark and even it's funny going back around because Pac once said that something similar to that he said I want to something along the lines I'm paraphrasing here I'm paraphrasing but he said something about I, I want to be the spark that changes the spark that that's uh, what is it the spark in the mind of the person yeah, that yeah, changes yeah. the world Something right, like right. that. Yeah, like and that's said, the same idea. Right. Like, like it's not about so much about being... Because a lot of people focus on, like, seeing change right away. We live in a world, in a result-based like world, right? Where it's like, yo, I did this today, so mm -hmm. tomorrow so tomorrow, this should happen, right? Like, I did this today, tomorrow should happen. But it's not about that. Like, it's even about the small little steps and growth. Like, even me and you having this conversation right now, Santos, there wasn't two, there wasn't two dudes having this type of conversation maybe 20 years ago. Right. No, you're 100% right. About what we're talking about, having these conversations about two... Two straight men, fathers, having a, a conversation, talking about how we feel, talking about how we feel about certain topics. That's not something that you would see all the time back in the day. No. <laughs> and, you're, no. You're see, and you're seeing it right now in 2021. So I'm trying to, you know, that, that's the growth that we've, that we've come from. And now who knows, like 20 years from now, who how our sons and all our daughters be communicating with each other and be able to talk to each other and have, you know, what they will be bringing out to the world because of what they saw, because of what they saw us do and because of what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, that, that, that clip you just showed me was, was a very powerful clip. Um, I think it's a clip that should definitely be like all over the place. Like you need to send me that. You need, you need no, to send I appreciate me, that. Yo, you, you, I appreciate you, that. You need to send it to me so I can like share it, share it on my, on my platform as well, because it's a very powerful thing. And it's the truth that, you know, like we're not, we're not bad people. <laughs> so stop talking about it. Like we're bad people because we're not. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, man. I figured I, I figured you would appreciate it. So when I was, you know, putting it together for us to to link up, I kind of everything is <laughs> everything is done with a with a purposefully purposefully. So for me, I I figured you'd appreciate it. That's why I pulled it out. But um, that's why I you know pulled up the clip. But um, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I will I'll share it. <laughs> I'll share it so you can share it too. Yeah, but, yeah definitely, um, man. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So. 
real quick, I want to get into some of the relationship stuff because I know you you do talk about the relationship stuff a little bit too. I saw you I saw your episode on masculine. Uh, what is it? Toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Explain to me your definition. Tell tell us what your definition of toxic masculinity is. So, for me, toxic masculinity is pretty much like me telling you you're not man enough. For example, let's say um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of an example. Um, let's say uh. Let's say you tell me, yo, Mozo, I tried talking to this girl. I'm, we're, we're two single guys. I tried talking to this girl. She ain't really talking to me. You know what I'm saying? She ain't really vibing me. I'm like, yo, you ain't man enough, bro. Like, what's up with you? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, to, to, me that's, that, to me, that's toxic because, like, that, that's not the way I should go about it, right? Because nah. married, that's not the way I should go about it. Like, it's a conversation where it should be more like, yo. Should encourage. Like, right. Does she like you? Or maybe, she, maybe, she, maybe you should move on from it. You know what I'm saying? Try to talk to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Type thing. Instead of making it seem. Like it's because you're not masculine enough to do something, you know what I mean? Like right, right. Um, that's what the machismo, like you said right, before. Right. Another example of that would be like, um, what's the word? Um, harassment, like street harassment, when it comes to, to to women, right? Like street harassment, like a group of men, me and you hanging out on the block, and then I feel I feel the need to have to like talk to this girl or holler at her. Like, come on. Like, we all, we've been on the block plenty of times. We've been around. Like, how many times did that even work, bro? Like, you're trying to talk to a girl, like, trying to get attention. It doesn't work. And even if it does work, is that the kind of girl you want to be in a relationship with? The girl's going to stop to every guy to talk to? You know what I'm saying? Like, but but that's what I learned from that is that men men don't do that for 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 to get the girl. They do it to impress the, the other men around them. Mm, yes, yes. I was thinking the same thing when you were right before you said it. I was gonna, I wasn't gonna say it, but I was thinking it, and you hit it right in the head. Yeah, like it's it's more of a like Santos. Look at me, look at right. me. Try to talk to this girl. I'm a man. See, right. and then she, and then I try to say something to her. She walks away, and, <laughs> and that was that. You know what I'm saying? But it's more of that. But um, what what I what what I'm gonna say is this too. When it comes to that toxic masculinity, because I've kind of like. Not gotten away from it, but I'm more of like a healing masculinity type of. Now I've kind of like the healing masculinity in the sense of like instead of because I feel like toxic sometimes can be like a. It sounds like I'm calling people out, and I don't want to call anybody out because we're all learning and growing. So I call it kind of healing masculinity, like even having a conversation about she harassment and catcalling, even something like that. That like that may stop a, a dude from feeling like he needs to do that in front of your friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying don't hang out with your friends, but like, bro. Like you don't need to try to talk to everybody that walks by you just because you're around your friends because that's the reason, that's the real reason why you're doing it because they impress your friends. Yeah, like maybe you yes. know maybe 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 a dude will hear me say that maybe he'll stop doing it and maybe he'll have a conversation with his friend about it and it'll stop and and now women will feel more comfortable walking in the street too because that's another thing. That's somebody stopped. That's another layer of that, all right. Like women shouldn't be afraid of walking in the street. They shouldn't have to cross the street. They shouldn't feel like, oh, here come these guys again trying to talk to me or whatever the case may be. It's a, you know, when you think about it, it's a really sad and uncomfortable thing. You know, the things that women go through really when just walking on the street, something simple, like things that we don't have to worry about as men. I don't, right. have, to worry, I don't have to worry about, oh, what should I wear to work today? Because if I, if, I, if I walked on the block, if I went on the block, this group of girls might try to... <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Nah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they have to think about these things, you know what I'm saying? Which, sadly, is, it shouldn't be that way, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should think about, oh, um, are my pants too tired? My this too short? Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, everything right. should just be, like, how you want it to be. And I feel like um, 
that that's part of the whole topic of masculinity um, conversation. It's more of like masculinity doesn't have a definition because we're all different men. But the root of it, the root of, of masculinity should be um, protectors. We should all be protectors, but protectors in a healthy way. Right, yes. not protect, not protected in a way where like, yo, you can't do this, you can't do that. No, not overbearing. Right, not overbearing, not being overprotected, but protected in a way of like you protect yourself, but you also protect those around you, and that's part of being a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, also like communication, having empathy, and being understanding. To me, that's that's the root of us being healthy men. You know what I'm saying? Like, is is being that way, not just with other people, but with ourselves. And it starts with us. We start doing that with ourselves. And before you know it, 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 people around you will understand that, man. Like, <laughs> people understand will understand who you are. Like, you feel some of the time, like, yo, yo, Mozo, like, you like, you like, you like everybody's dad. I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not everybody's dad. It's just like I'm not, I'm not gonna play into something that I'm not down for. Like, just because it's a group of y'all, like, I'm not gonna be down with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna tell you straight up, I'm not with that. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um, but yeah, that that's really what that's really what it's about for me, man. Like. And that's really what started this journey because of that. And I, I met some cool people through that. Like I, I um, shout out to the to do some Cali Bloom homie. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? They have like men men groups where you're able to have conversations and you know speak about certain things that you may have gone through and things like that. And yeah, it's, it's been it's been nothing but a great journey to be honest with you. That's amazing. And and you know I really feel that. That's a great topic, by the way. I, I really respect that topic. I saw that it was a good episode as well. And I really, you know, I wanted to hear you break it down. So um, I think that's a great thing. And, and that's a that's a valid point, especially with all the catcalling and stuff, man. Like, I, it's so true what you said, too, especially like it doesn't work. Like, hello, for, forget about the other. I mean, obviously, look, right. You shouldn't be doing it. It's disrespectful. That's the most important part. But then the other layer to it is it's got a 99% failure rate. So, <laughs> right? It doesn't work, guys. It doesn't work. They don't like it. They don't like it. They never have. And it, it took me not no time to figure that out, okay? I was a 14, 15-year-old kid. And you probably at a young age, too, figured it out because you're, you're pretty bright. Right. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out it doesn't work, guys. Right, right, Usually right. it was the guy who was trying to prove something. To, right, the, right, to right. his boys, and it's like, look at this loser. Like, right. nah, it's, a it's, a, it's a bozo. The same bozo that still be like, yo, you know, like telling all his business about, you know, what I'm saying like stuff like, you know, oh, like, yeah, I did this to her. Oh, she yeah, liked yeah, this. Yeah. Real yeah. talk. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I was gonna tell you a story real quick. Go ahead. Nah, yeah, but like, I was gonna say like, I know I never been that kind of person, but like, I never been that kind of guy to, to be like that. You know, so like, I always been very private with any any time like my relationship and stuff like that. Like, even with my boys, like I was never the type of, like, yo. So we did. I just felt like, yo, that's my business. <laughs> I was, you know? I was super discreet, man. Like, yeah. I used to do my. I was like, I see, I Like, I was one of those people that I was like, I was doing my shit. Nobody knew nothing. They'd be like, yo, this kid looks like he's an angel. I'd be <laughs> doing my shit on the, because I like to do my stuff like that. That's how I used to do it. I was always quiet about everything. I, I do my own thing. I enjoy myself as a kid, as whatever. When I was doing my thing, talk to whoever I wanted to at that time. That was my thing. So what? That was my thing. I'm doing it on my own. I don't need to prove shit to nobody because it's between you and the girl. Why are you right. trying to prove, you know? It's just I agree. Stupid. Like, I got nothing to prove, bro. Like, I got nothing to prove. And and so, real quick, real quick story. This is a nasty story. Not nasty, nasty, but whatever. <laughs> I knew this guy when we grew up, right? Growing up in the hood. Um, this guy used to, legit, when we were teenagers, he would come around and show us his hand. 
and he would try to put it in our face. I'm like, get your hand out of my face. And he wanted you to smell that he oh, had Oh, my God. I think we all knew somebody like that. I knew somebody like that, too. You knew bro. somebody like that? Oh, yeah. what a loser, bro. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, yo, stop. Like, like it's like he was trying to impress. I thought it was cool. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it's not cool. Loser. Bro, I'm like, what? Get, I'm like, first, get that smelly hand out of my face, bro. Right, right, right. I told him. Like, I, I legit wanted to smack that guy. I'm like, get your hand out of my face, you nasty pig. Like, it's gross. I don't care. I never did care. Like, I was never impressed by that. Like, all the stuff, okay. Like, I, I ain't going to lie, right? When you're a teenager, you're impressed with Jordans and all that. Like, right, right, right. you're impressed with a car or whatever. That's normal, right? Young boy shit. But, like, I was never impressed with the guy that came out and showed me his hand, had me smell his hand. He just finger, finished uh, finger popping some chick. Like, right. yeah, like that, that, that's no type of. Like, Combo, lame. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, yo, see, this is why me and you connected, bro. <laughs> it's lame for real because it's, 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 it's a cornball. Yeah, like that's some cornball shit. We on the same page because I I felt the, I felt the same way growing up. Like it was the same thing. I just, I was like you said I was impressed by like of course the the, the Jays, yeah. all nice car. You know like regular. We thing. all were. We you all know, were. You're young. That's that's really normal when you think about it. But like that's kind of stuff like that, bro. That sexual kind of stuff. That stuff never like that never impressed me, bro. Like, I was just like, what do you? Why are you? It's uncomfortable. Like, why are you even? Why are you even sharing this with me? That's how I feel. Like, right. why are you even sharing yeah. this with me? Don't get me wrong. Like, if you saw a guy, and I'm sure you could agree with me. Like, if you saw this guy, you're like, yo, he scooped like a chick that's like she's bad. You will be impressed. Like, right. but, but but not in the action. You know what I mean? Like, you're not where you're right. trying to bag her. I'm saying like you already got her, and she's like in your arm and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, all right, like <laughs> that was impressive. But now while you're trying to talk to her and then she's ignoring you, it's like, that ain't impressive. Like, no. she just ignored you. She don't want to, <laughs> she want nothing to do with you, bro. Right. Like, <laughs> she, don't, she don't want you, bro. It's over. <laughs> nah, it's over. It finished. The moment is passed. True, man. Um, nah, so, um, all right. So this time I want, I want you to, before we go, I want you to just talk about what you have coming up. Um, look, your podcast is dope. It's really good. Um, otherwise, you wouldn't be on here. Nah, but, <laughs> so your podcast is dope. Tell people, tell the people a little bit about what they can expect from Watch Your Mouth and from you moving forward. Yeah, man. So um, my platform and my podcast is all about positivity, um, honesty, and community. Um, you know, my purpose is to build community within every conversation that I have, um, and that's really what what's been happening. You know, what I'm saying like. This is a prime example of this. You know, me and you met, you know, on Instagram. Yeah. We had a conversation. Here we are connected, building community through that conversation that we had. Um, you know, and, it, you know, you can watch my podcast. It's on YouTube. Uh, my main form, my main social media is Instagram. It's, it's right here. It's at underscore the real mozo. You could, from there, you can access the YouTube on Apple, Spotify, or however you want to, you know. We're going to plug, we're going to plug all your stuff too. So yeah. it'll be in the description. We'll have it on the YouTube description. We'll have it on the, all the audio platform descriptions. We got you. So I appreciate I just that, want man. you to know that. I appreciate that. But yeah, on the show, you know, like I just have real conversations with people, you know, that are doing things out there and yeah, they're doing things, you know, that mean big things, but the whole purpose of the conversation is to really get to know them on, on different levels, you know, like, get to know the why, why they're doing the things they do, why, what got them into maybe making music or making a podcast or whatever the case may be, you know, like, um, try to get in deep into the conversation instead of, you know, just being like, oh, yeah, I have a, I have a podcast, but 
you know, that kind of stuff. But um, uh, I appreciate you, Santos, for having me on. Um, I look forward to having you on my show. We need to have that conversation. I would love to have you on my show as well. I appreciate that, brother. Nah, anytime. Yeah. Not, not, I mean, look, we'll line it up. Yeah, we'll definitely line it up because, you know, we have busy schedules, busy lives. <laughs> you know how that goes, man. All right. Um, but, um, yeah, like, um, at, all, all the guests that I've had on the show has always been a, a good conversation, a great conversation. And I think, like, I've gotten something out of it. And I feel like if you were to watch it, if anybody out there were to watch it, I feel like you would definitely get something out of it. Um, something that can inspire you maybe to do something, something that maybe can motivate you to do something you didn't want to, you know, you've been trying to do or wanting to do. And sometimes, you know, you need a little spark to get you started. Um, I think that definitely if you watch my show, it's something you can get out of it, you know. And I think that's really my main purpose is for to inspire and to be inspired. You know what I mean? That's what's up, man. Definitely, man. Couldn't Listen, couldn't have finished that much better. Definitely. Um, I want to thank you. Listen, thank you for coming on, brother. This ain't going to be the last time. We're going to connect nah, again. Um, my brother, Mozo. Make sure you guys check out Mozo or Mozo. You like to call yourself Mozo or Mozo or both? Nah, it's both. Both is cool. Both, you know both is cool, depending on yeah. the pronunciation of the person, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I have, I have plenty of people that call me Mozo because that, you know, like, they don't, they, it's kind of like Jose, Jose, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> Jose and Jose. Right. Right, right. That's but, what's um, up, man. Yeah, but for real, Santos, thank you for having me on. And what you're doing, again, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, man, because it's, it's great to see another Latino dad um, taking out the time to not just have a podcast, but also talk about powerful topics on their podcast and on their show, um, because this is time consuming. You know what I'm saying? It's time consuming. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, pe people don't understand that sometimes, and that's fine, but I definitely understand that. It is time consuming, and it takes a special kind of person, uh, people, to do something like this. To so speak about those topics and take the time to do it because it's very easy to just sit down and watch Netflix right now and be like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and, they, and they complain and be like, oh, I didn't do what I wanted to do. But you know what I'm saying? But um, you're doing it big, bro. And um, and I'm happy we're really connecting, man. Hopefully uh, we get to meet, you know, like in, in, in real life. You know yes, what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. You know? Yeah, that, that's, that's going to come on the way as well. We got to do that. We got to match our yeah. schedules for that too. Yeah, just link up and just, you know, just can we get something to eat. You're doing big things too, brother. I, I You know what I mean? I, I tip my hat to you, bro, for real. Like you're doing, you. you're doing big things and, and um, I'm, I'm very proud. And um, we'll, we're gonna connect. We'll, we'll connect. We'll go, we go yeah. figure it out. This, this is the beginning, man. <laughs> the beginning. That's right. It's the beginning. Listen, this is us trying. This is what we're doing. We're trying to. We're we not just trying. We are doing. We are building something. And this is not just being an employee. This is not just about working a nine to five. This is about us building something and taking control of our own paths. That's what mm -hmm. this is about. This is not about taking a back seat and just following.